Welcome to the Limitless Energy Podcast. We are here in San Diego, California, and uh, we're on the road, and we wanted to take the opportunity uh, being here to meet up with an old friend of ours, uh, Mr. Perry Titatan. Did I say that right, Perry? Yeah, Perry. Can you say it? Uh, Okay, my first name is actually Paripon. Okay, let's stick with Perry. And my last name. (laughs) Cut that in half in terms of Perry. And then uh, my last name is Titatan. 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 Awesome. Okay, Perry is the... Uh, owner of the Thai Burger Company in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, some food trucks. You have some, uh, it's okay. And his family is here as well. So that is totally <laughs> fine. Uh, it's so, so nice to meet your kids. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. So first sure. of all, the, the Thai Burger Company. Yeah. You've got a couple of food trucks and you've got a, uh, a restaurant. Yeah, so 2012 is when we started we, uh, my wife and I, actually, I brought my wife here just as, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to, we, we have to honor her too because she's just as much a part of this as I am. But we started this 2012 as a street vendor. We were doing canopies, you know, at farmer's markets. So we ended up getting our first food truck in 2015. Sorry, you were doing canopies? You were yeah, canopies, like food trucks, like tents. So like, okay. it, it's traditional that like, you know, like for street vendors to be more canopy. And what were you selling? Thai burgers. Okay. <laughs> Since day one. Since day one. Yeah, we were, uh, we were... We thought of this cool idea um, uh, that we we're gonna turn like Thai Thai dishes, traditional Thai dishes that you would normally sit down and eat with the mm-hmm. with silverware and all that. We we thought it was a cool idea to turn it to like a handheld kind of on the go feel. Right. So a Thai burger is your invention. Yes. No, you don't yeah. go to Thailand. There's a Thai burger. Well, you know now. No, now you know. I have to say this, you know, because like I, I don't know if for legality reasons or not, but like I mean, there there are there are some rice burgers and like some uh, so like Seven Elevens and all that. Uh-huh. There's some over there, but when I by the time I came to America, like 2002, I wasn't aware of them. So yeah, but like they've been around. Some of them been around. there's places like Moss Burger, uh, that's in Japan that's been around for some time. So I, I don't want to really claim that I'm like the absolute original, uh-huh. but in terms of Thai sticky rice, like as a burger, that I am absolutely the original on that. So your Thai burger, has, instead of a bun, you have sticky rice. Yes. And that's unique to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right. How did you get, how how did you make that innovation? Sticky rice is something that's been around for like hundreds of thousands of years in like Southeast Asia area, you know, sticky rice. It, it's it's a glutinous rice that's like, it, it sticks together very, very well. And Thai people and Lao people, Cambodia, all the whole area that like, you know, where, where we are, we, we eat those with like our hand, like our bare hand and like we grab food with it too. And the thing is, is it's not sticky like a regular jasmine rice or like any type of other rice. It sticks in your, it, it actually sticks in one ball and then we grab food and all that. So in Thailand, it's actually a, a, a like our comfort food, Isan food. You know, Isan is, you know, right next to Lao. Mm-hmm. And Lao is our sister country. It's like, our, we're like brothers sister country, you know. That's what we are. So yeah, I, I we, we felt that taking that that rice was like the perfect platform for us because it sticks together like a hamburger bun and it goes it's delicious with everything i i grew up in uh in i in half my life when i was in thailand i i grew up in like a church that's like isan people and i grew up i ate sticky rice the whole time <laughs> when did you move to the states i 2002 okay 2002 yeah. and you and you moved with your family yes oh no uh i came here with uh, to live with my mom and my dad was in thailand okay yeah all right yeah, yeah, yeah. But your mom had restaurants here as well. So we, we jumped into the restaurant industry starting in 2007, 2008 okay. that time. Okay. How did that how did they make that decision to be on? Oh gosh, I don't I don't know what we were thinking, man. Well, it was a big risk. Yeah, oh, big time. Oh, restaurant industry is the worst industry you can get into. That's it's just tough. Hard. 
it's yeah, the profit margins razor thin. And you guys uh, knew that when you started, when you went into it. You know, uh, <laughs> you learned it along the way. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a kind of a head in first kind of guy to start swinging, you know, like when I, once I start doing something, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sound as stupid as like, I don't think about things when I do things. But you're but, an entrepreneur. You have to be a little crazy. Yeah. You got to be a little, a little rough. You got to mm -hmm. be a little like if you, I, I, I go with that 30% execution. Like if I see something that has a 30% plus kind of uh, risk, like, right, let's go. <laughs> so you were, so it was you and your family. You went head first into Yeah, my mom. It was my mom and my older brother most of the time. I was just, uh, you know, I was a little younger. I was 16, 17 at the time. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, I, I was just there to just kind of learn, you know? I was just there to kind of learn. I, I, I mean, I, I got to say this now because, like, whatever mistakes we made in the past uh, regarding restaurants and all that, I, I got to give it to my mom that she took the fall, like, you know, financially and all that because we ended up actually bankrupting, like, on uh, most of these... Um, some of the restaurants we end up keeping one which is papaya bay it's in mm -hmm. riverside till today and R they, they riverside do, up in riverside, LA. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, riverside banning so it's more towards palm springs but sure yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so my mom my mom uh does the papaya bay uh papaya bay restaurant so that was, one is one that survived from that's the one that survived out of all three of them that we had okay. yeah and I, mm -hmm. I imagine so 2007 then 2008 09 hit and 09 was the one that i think that was a year that everything everything crashed <laughs> just crumbled. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was hard. It was hard times. Very, very hard times. Uh, my brother opened a restaurant called Chili Orchid at the time. Mm -hmm. I know I know this has nothing to do with me, but it's building up to it. In Riverside? <laughs> uh, that one's in Escondido. Okay. In San Diego. So we were, like I said, we're all over the place. You know, we, we were we were learning. Um, we, you know, if I can be honest, uh, we, <laughs> I, I want to say, because I'm a pretty straightforward kind of guy, you know, like we, we, we kind of didn't really have an idea what we were doing. Uh, and then we were learning. And then we learned <laughs> big time, you know, when things hit you hard. I was like, well, definitely not doing that again, <laughs> you know? So there's an idea, you know, I tried the first prototype of the burger. It's actually the chicken satay burger. Mm -hmm. So you, we all know what chicken satay is. Yep. So I had this idea of putting it between like a burger bun and I actually use a bread, like a brioche bun at first. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I put like this thing together and make it like a chicken satay burger with peanut sauce with the regular hamburger bun. And it sold pretty well. Um, it was pretty good. It was a, it was an interesting idea. And then I, I thought about this idea of like maybe we can replace that with rice. There's another dish called kanyo muping. Okay, I know I, I I shouldn't be pronouncing too hardcore, but kanyo muping <laughs> is literally um, it's sticky rice and Thai barbecue pork on a stick. That was one of the my most favorite things to eat in my childhood when I was in Thailand. So I would eat that every day, like when I come out of school. They're like five bots, man, like 10 bots at the time. You would get like three sticks and like a bag of sticky rice. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's quite amazing. And um, yeah, I, I remember, I remember like how it's delicious, man. Like I would finish the whole, like, you know, like they put in up. it's funny because they put the sticky rice in the bag uh, and then they put the, the meat, the barbecue pork in the stick in the bag too. And like, I remember the juice would like run down and I would take the sticky rice and start dipping in the, <laughs> yeah, I was a fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty, I, was, I don't really care about, uh, yeah, I, I was a pretty fat kid. So I can see your inspiration <laughs> yeah. to, to do this and start a food truck. So you, you actually had some, ba some background with your family. You, yeah. you learned some hard lessons. When did Thai Burger Company start the food truck? So well, the, the food truck, uh, uh, so Thai Burger Company started, its inception 2012. was 2012. Mm -hmm. um, we bought our first food truck in 2015. Okay. It's a continuation of the same thing. You know, we were selling the same exact product. Well, sorry, what were you doing the first three years? Did you have a restaurant? No, just 
tent. I, that's all I was okay. doing. Okay. That's all I was doing. Just canopy. That's all I was doing. Just okay. running around. We did all the farmers markets around. We were and booking that events. Fun, that, that, funded that funded the food the, truck. The food truck. I'm actually really proud to say this. I I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but please brag. <laughs> we, we actually uh, we actually paid off. Like I, I so first of all, shout out to Axion. At the time, they were called Axion, but they're called Accessity now. They're the one who loaned us the money mm -hmm. to go get that. So that was the first move I made. Was like you know I had to use like some kind of loan. To get that, to get that, because you know it's not easy buying a food truck. You know those things cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But, mm -hmm. um, we ended up paying off. We had enough money equivalent to paying it off. And about six months in, wow! Right after we got that food truck, yeah. So it, nice. And, and it, it was a good move. We were extremely lucky because uh, we had government contracts. We've been contracted with the naval base for since 2014 around that time. Yeah, so we, we knew that we had some like some strong leads and we know. So you were delivering food there or just park park our food truck there mm -hmm. we were serving the navy we've been part of the military for a very long time yeah nowadays like i'm not directly with them anymore but i subcontract mm -hmm. and i'm still in the naval base yeah so we served the military for a long time that's like bread and butter for us <laughs> interesting mm -hmm. i i said we go you're an old friend we we go way back and yes so we do we do so this is back 2018 that's when that's when we met and uh <laughs> i know that you ordered batteries from Battleborn Batteries, put them in your food truck, which already was um, pretty ahead of your time, I think. And I don't remember how, I don't remember how I actually heard of you when you first placed it. I don't know if you placed the order with me. I was answering phones at the time, you know, that's, um, but, I, but anyway, I knew that you were a customer. I was down uh, in San Diego with my mm -hmm. family, went to the San Diego Zoo, and I thought, hey, I'll call Perry. I had your number. I remember that day. So I well. called you up, and I said, I'm here with my family in San Diego, and you said, where are you? I said, I'm at the zoo, and you're like, I'm parked outside the zoo. Yeah, yeah Bubble Park. That's Food Truck Fridays, man. That's like the Olympics <laughs> of food trucks. <laughs> it's a, you came on a perfect time, and then I, I can't believe we actually had time to speak for a little bit, too, because we normally have like 30, it 30. Yeah, it's packed. I, I remember All food you, trucks have like 20, yeah. 10 people like in line. Yeah, thirty people. And yeah. and actually, to be clear, I guess at that time you you didn't have the batteries in your truck. You had bought the batteries, you hadn't yet installed them, but you're no. still very excited about them. And yes. so so we talked. So let's uh, after that, you actually installed the batteries in your trucks, and then in more trucks. Yeah. So right after that, was, I think I believe you saw the trailer when you saw me at Bubble Park. And then that say that's 2018. So that was the year that I actually ended up buying another food truck. Mm -hmm. So I bought another food truck. And you installed it. And then I saw one. that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, the, the, the first one, I had a generator on it. I mean, you probably heard this story many multiple times. It, it, especially in the food truck industry, when there's customers right in front, you have this loud generator, like, the whole time. It, it's just not good. You know, it's not good for, like, you know. And then I, you know, people always talk about range anxiety. I always laugh when people talk about that because I actually have more anxiety with gasoline because uh, there's multiple times I actually ran out of gas because I forgot to fill it up. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop my whole entire operation and go get gas and then come back. I I, I know it's cool though you can actually, um, you know, do that for gasoline, but versus a battery, if if you size your system correctly, you know, it's just it's like a cell phone. You plug it in, and you have a hundred percent. You go out and you work, come back, and you just charge yeah, it again. Yeah, you kind of inherently know how long you have on your exactly cell phone, right? right right. If you size it correctly, you do everything correctly, and you um you, you operate correctly. Yeah, honestly, like I have that took away my anxiety altogether. It's amazing. Do you do you actually when you go to a food truck that has no generator? Do you actually 
notice that? Like, oh, this one is really quiet. Or are you just surrounded by generators? I, you know, I, I am surrounded by generators most of the time. And uh, you Do know, customers notice? Like, this is oh, the big time, yeah. big time. Yeah, customers know. They're like, what is your truck running on? I'm like, mm-hmm. let me show you. <laughs> I always, hey, I thought you never ask. <laughs> I always uh, try to brag it when I get when I can. It, it, I just it just feels premium, man. Like, dude, like I, I, the the Battleborn brand too. It's for me. It's like just that reliability, you know. Like it just feels like I, I, nothing's gonna happen to it. Just bulletproof. I keep using the word bulletproof, you know, but uh, but it is. It, 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 we we yeah. So we installed we installed the first six batteries onto our the the second food truck, mm-hmm. and then from there maybe about a year or two later, uh, I I started um, no three years later. Then I I installed on my food trailer, so all my whole fleet now has a, all the Battleborn batteries now for me, for me. That's that's on my part. And then we're thinking about running the third truck, but right now I think we're pushing a little bit like because like you know staffing issue and all that. But it, plus we we just bought the restaurant like back in October. Yeah, tell me about the restaurant. Yeah, so it's really cool, man. We just, we just, I'm super excited about this. So uh, in October, we opened an actual storefront location. We, we've tried a location before in 2016. That didn't go so well. You know, I, I had to end up closing it down right before COVID. Um, and then uh, we, this is our second shot at it again, getting a shop. And we're right in front of the Naval Base. Like, it's just, I just can't get any luckier than that, right? So we're located off of uh, 32nd Street and Main Street. So it's 3280 Main Street. San Diego, California. That's where mm-hmm. we're at. So we're right in front of the Navy Exchange gas station, and people like there's this high traffic area. You know, people see us. Uh, so you know, we just got that spot, and we're working in conjunction with the food truck. It's amazing. It's you good. have paid your dues. My goodness, bankruptcies and you know, <laughs> fa- failed restaurants. And it's all, it's tough. It's tough. What man. did COVID do to you? COVID, man. COVID. Honestly, man, I I, I misread COVID. You know, I I misread it a hundred percent. I misread it, man. I so my. I'm I'm gonna have to give a shout out to a lot of people right now because uh, go for it. My my brother my brother Nat just opened up a Thai place, and I gave him that shop. Um, I uh, I we worked out a deal where Nat's gonna actually uh, take over my spot, and then he sells pot Thai, and I actually end up backing off, you know. Uh, and then so now my brother is selling pot Thai. It's called the pot Thai stand, and they're doing phenomenal. They're doing great, you know. They they're in that old location off of Claremont in Ashford, and then now um, about. Three years later, two years later, then then we bought the we got the shop, you know. So this all went down like 2019, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So we, yeah. The, the shop is like our second chance, and you know we're going at it again. Yeah. We we you gotta work hard. You gotta you get punched. You gotta get back up. <laughs> Perseverance, what, right? What I I wasn't sure what you meant by I misread COVID. So COVID. Before COVID, there's a lot of anxiety. I had no idea what the hell's gonna happen. Right, like everyone else, right? We had no idea what before that. before COVID. Slightly, well, you know, because we because we saw because it was right between where COVID's about to happen. Like we already know the news that's coming out. Like okay, we are, yeah. All so right, it's yeah. right then that time, you know, and then uh, our like sales early are, twenty. Yeah, early early twenty. Yeah, early twenty twenty. Like the like yeah, because it's COVID nineteen, you know. So I mean, like yeah. So and plus that's the reason why I said it's pre because two thousand nineteen was the time where we're already kind of like slowing down at the, mm-hmm. at the shop a little bit, mm-hmm. and we were thinking about pivoting, you know, already. And then when COVID happened in two thousand twenty, that was the deciding factor we're, yeah we're gonna have to like do something and uh to clarify that uh covid actually turned out to be very good for the restaurants mm-hmm. a lot turned out and my brother definitely benefited from that a lot quite a bit because everyone just completely changed the way they eat the dine out now they just do to go mm-hmm. and it's all to go now people don't even cook as much and it's amazing like if i've seen some restaurants don't get me wrong like you know my condolences to everyone who lost their restaurants and you know, mm-hmm. lost their families, of course, to COVID. That's the worst, you know, right? But 
but COVID, like, it took out a lot of restaurants that were doing things in stubborn the old way. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't, like, adapting. They weren't, you know, uh, evolving with the situation. I was one of them, so mm-hmm. I, I could speak that, you know, loudly, you know. And, uh, and those, those who did adapt, you know, they benefited greatly from it. Greatly mm-hmm. they benefited. You know, in, in Reno, it, it, obviously, it was, it was tough. And yeah. we were consciously trying to help the local restaurants. And so we ended up, well, there were two things. We didn't want our employees to leave. Mm-hmm. you know, because it, they could risk potential exposure. So we ended up bringing food in all day long from all the local restaurants to also help out the local restaurants. And for us, it's kind of similar. Like all of a sudden, everybody wanted to go RVing, go in their van and just get, right. get away. And they all wanted batteries. So through COVID, like we were having a hard time um, getting people, you know, to, to growing the team during COVID. That was exactly our same problem. The, the market just just boomed in terms of batteries. Absolutely. So. Same. Wow, that's really funny. You draw that correlation between us. That's for uh, the food industry and the battery business. That's that's insane because uh, it's exactly the same thing happened with our food, like with food industry. Like to go became a thing. Food truck. So one of the spots we go to is called Pacific Beacon. Pacific Beacon is basically the barracks that we park. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the barrack was okay before COVID. It was okay. I mean, we were making some pretty good money. It was did it was good. You know, and we're like a restaurant that sits out right right in front of the barracks, right? And then people would come down, trickle down, and eat. Well, guess what happened in COVID? Lockdowns. When the lockdown happened, guess what? They're all there. All three thousand of them. They're all there. Like in my restaurant, like my food truck, not just all of a sudden became one of the hottest things. And so did other food trucks that served that same spot. Mm-hmm. So that's what I meant by the benefits that I just couldn't see. I, you know, if I just think about it, I would see it. But then you know, I just completely misread it. A lot of stuff. And what what's happening now in the restaurant business? Are people coming back to dine into the levels they did before? Not quite it, yet. Is, so to go is still, still a big thing. thing. Still a thing for me. at least that's what I'm seeing. Uh, the, you know, I, I can't speak for other restaurants, right? Uh, but I but I I am in the industry and I do see other food, like restaurants and they, they do fairly well. Those who've been around, those who've been through the COVID, has done very well. Mm-hmm. As the, who, whoever survived COVID is what I'm saying. Those are like creme de la creme now. They're, these are like the, the the tough ones, including my brother, right? They're all like, you know, they're all known now. And then like they have this clientele that they built over the past three years. For me, I think the biggest thing we struggle with, of course, these are like, you know, um, with the regulated lockdown and all that stuff and not getting sick and trying not to die. <laughs> Those are the things that we all try to worry about. Um, the um, uh, Finding staff was probably the hardest thing mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah, we had similar issues. Yeah, I had the whole staff pulled out on me. People have been with me for like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Just completely, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then the unemployment didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> that did not help at all. But so, uh, but we did, we did the best we can. We persevered. Again, perseverance is going to be a common theme here. You guys growing? Uh, so far, we're just, you know, we got the shop probably in like, uh, I wouldn't say it's like the, the best time, but you know, we got with the economic, you know, the economy uh, sucks right now. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. And I, well, it's another one of those tough times where yeah, those that survive the tough times like this come out actually stronger than when they went in. That's 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 what I'm banking on. I'm I'm banking on for the next three four years, and we're gonna just bunker down. And this time, I'm not gonna do the same thing. I'm not gonna repeat the same mistake with Ashford. So mm-hmm. th- this is like second chance for us. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally what I think. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, we, we, thought, we talked about it. We're well aware of the risk. We've failed before. We've failed multiple times. And we're going to keep failing. We're going to get really good at failing. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're, we're are the, that means you get good at learning. We're the best <laughs> failers on earth. That's what we are. <laughs>
<laughs> when we when you fail so much to the point you become a pro at it, it's just nothing hurts. You're not. You're I, come on. You're not a professional <laughs> failure. You you are. Uh, you have to go through those times to learn in order to succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're a success. Thanks. Man. All that all that stuff you did led to your success. Hey, success, right? That's what we all search for. That's what we all thrive for, right? Well, and I, and I think that you are entrepreneurial and innovative and the fact that you brought in lithium, like lithium, yeah. new technology into the food truck business and to do it in a very high high power application. And I do also want to, um, I, I want to talk about the fact that you went beyond putting batteries in your in your trucks. You're yeah. making battery systems for other people's trucks. Right. So <laughs> I remember you told me you were going to do that. And I was like. That's pretty bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, head on first, right? Thirty percent execution. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. If I see an opportunity somewhere, I'm just gonna grab it. That's just mm -hmm. that's that's the way it works. And I'm glad I got in way before, like, right ahead of the game. You know. So a little background about about me is that I went to I went to Mercosur College uh, in Oceanside about about ten years ago, and um, I'm a dropout. You know, obviously, because like we had to choose between the restaurant, the food truck mm -hmm. at the time, and then the school. I got. I remember I, I was getting to my like the physics class, and it just got a little too tough for me. Uh, and I had to, I had to pull like either I'm gonna go full time. Or, so I was doing engineering. I was doing. I was trying to go for electrical engineering or engineering and physics. That's what I was trying to go for. And uh, I'm really glad that like all that stuff I've learned. <laughs> so, so especially with like you know mathematics and all that mm -hmm. stuff and some basic math and some basic, basic all that stuff. I I'm able, I'm able to at least do you know recognize what Volt's law is like Watt's law and I mean Watt's law and then uh, Ohm's law and all that stuff. I was able to recognize some of the stuff. I'm like oh that's cool. It's just a relationship of like algebra. That's pretty cool. And I was able to size systems and all that. So I'm glad I'm able to use this to work at this time. Uh, what we ended up doing after we installed our batteries is we were, um, a funny thought came up. This is like, these systems are bulletproof. They're so good. Like, I wonder if I can install them for other food trucks. That was the question that happened. Just in case you're wondering, I was talking about, I, I, I tend to rant, so just be careful. <laughs> I just, just randomly rant. <laughs> but uh, we, we, so the idea came up last year, actually last year, and my wife and I talked about it. My wife has a lot of big part to do with this. She has a big part to do with this. Um, and I thought that like, you know what, I can I can finally break apart from like just doing rice burgers because we've been doing it for a decade now, the rice burgers. And I was like, there's finally something new I can do. And I'm absolutely passionate about the energy. I've always been passionate about it. Since I went to school, I've always wanted to be like an electrical engineering because like uh, I want to know like what's out there for me to, leave a mark or do something remarkable, right? And uh, this is my opportunity. I saw it with the batteries and I, I, I've installed the system with your help. Of course, you you walked me through a lot of it, which is amazing. And uh, we and uh, we, we now it's working, it's amazing. I thought, like, hey, why don't we just go on this crusade to like get everyone off of gasoline and just go on batteries? And, and we did that, exactly what we did. And the state of California is supporting that I, You know? So, yeah, we're, well, I'm happy to be a part of uh, your ability to incorporate food and batteries, food, food and, you know, electric, electrification of food trucks um, is the future. Yeah. And you are definitely on the forefront of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I want, I want to thank you for, for your support and, you know, all, all the nice things you've said about us over the years. And uh, I want to thank you for, for, for being on the podcast. It's been, it's been a pleasure to see you. No reason to thank, man. It's just an, honestly a good product. It's the, it's, your product should speak for itself and it does. That's all it is. So I mean, I, it was just meant to be, man. Like, honestly, I, I I promise you, I'm not fanboying. I promise. Yeah, I I waited literally like four years. Like I remember we talked that day at the at the bubble park, 
And I, I refuse to give you a review or anything. I refuse to say anything at the time. I remember telling myself that. Mm. And I waited about four years until I, I, I remember. I posted it on Instagram about a couple of years ago, I remember. And it's been that, that four years was done, 2022. It was done. So I, I, I posted it. And um, yeah, man, it worked. Nothing wrong. So nothing I can say, nothing. I'm just a practical man, man. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'll take it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> for sure. What can I say? Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Limitless Energy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms.